That's gonna be stuck in everybody's head. <laughs> I just fucking cut it. I don't want to stick Ghostbusters in anybody's head. <laughs> I don't even like that song very much. Hey, listen to the Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 233. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. And we're gonna do Oops All Permanence. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We've got some people to thank, a ton of stories to tell, lots of stuff to get through. Before we do any of that, we have to thank our business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They're a source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And they are the procure procurers of the boosties that we give away for guessing the correct commander on the pre-show. We'll talk about that in a quick sec. Don't forget CCO Fusion 5 promo code at checkout. Get you 5% off your whole order, even on sale stuff for their deal of the week. Neat. Yeah, very good. Very good. Go there. You get your stuff. It lets them know that their partnership with CCO is a fucking good one. Because it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And people go there and it's good and everybody's happy. Yeah. We, um, we're switching it up a little bit today. Yes. We don't have so much as a, uh, so much of a Kaldheim commander as we've been wont to do over the last, what, mm-hmm. four weeks? Correct. And this time we're, we're leaning into one of the boogeymanders that we talked about on CCO's top five in five boogeymanders. I should have known when I was doing that idea and coming up with all the things in my brain yeah. that I was going to mention one of them and we were going to like dunk on one of the commanders for doing something and then somebody in the nation was going <laughs> to immediately go out and do it. <laughs> Because that video came out yesterday, and we have this deck this morning. Yeah, it was very much an audible because I had I had a CCO Nation submission ready to go. Like I had the deck list up, and I was starting the notes, and then I went through the preferred deck list channel on our Discord. It's one of the benefits of becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast. And I saw the deck list, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> all right, now we got to do this. So I text Brando, do you want to do this? He's like, yeah, I'm all the way into it. Absolutely, I want to do this. Yes, I do. <laughs> yep. So big thanks to Anthony Buckhole, Anthony Buckley. Anthony Buckley's. Yeah, we, we, we did a deck of his not too long ago, so I feel bad for everybody else in the nation who's usurped by Anthony again by a deck. <laughs> but he said in the channel, he said he loves a deck building challenge. So much so that we didn't even challenge him when he built the deck. <laughs> yeah. So we're doing Niv-Mizzet... Perun, a boogeymander. Yeah, whoops, all permanence. Because <laughs> yeah. we said in the videos, like, you yeah. could build this thing without instants and sorceries, and you're still going to get value and do damage, and here we are. Yeah, very much so, and we will link to the video in one of the cards on YouTube, and you can find it on the YouTube channel, of which you should go to and subscribe. I was looking at some of the metrics. Mother ass. Still, like, over 30% of people who watch Commander Cookout on YouTube not subscribed. You're already watching. You're just... fucking watching already. Click the button. You just click the button. You don't have to click the bell. Just the, is it, what the fuck is the picture on the thing? Uh, Did it just say subscribe? Is it a thumbs up? Is it a. There's a, there's a button in the bottom corner of the actual video of our logo. If you click that, you subscribe. Oh, neat. And then there's, like, a subscribe button. And then there's, like, a bell notification button. We don't give a shit about that one. I I think that's how YouTube works. I'm subscribed to a bunch of different channels on YouTube, and it's like one click, and it's so easy that it never registers that, like, oh, this is how you do it. Huh. Yeah, I'm not really subscribed to very many on YouTube. You subscribe to CCO? Of course. fucking guy? Of course. Okay. I, okay, I need good. to get notified whenever I do something. <laughs> yeah, because you forget that you did it. Because based on yesterday's pre-show, I will forget. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you'll get distracted by an ad that's like not even for something that you're interested in. Yeah, it's in. for something yeah, I don't how, even give a shit about. That's how advertising works, yeah. FYI. Speaking of things that I don't give a shit about, but I do, and I forgot, <laughs> which I did, <laughs> me and Kyla and a couple of friends went mini golfing a few weeks ago. Okay. We have one of those glow in the dark mini golf places here. Yeah. And so you can't see all the germs floating around. That's right. Yeah. And that's just how we do things. And so I goes in, and they have this, the whole place just like, fucking huge mini golf course is made of that uh, glow-in-the-dark blacklight carpet that glows when you shine a blacklight on it. Ooh, nasty. And I was trying to get that. And for the record, if you ever want to buy carpet from somewhere 
and you don't want to have semen all over it? Gross. You got to buy it from a blacklight place because the blacklight's already on it. And if you can't see any cum, there obviously isn't any in the fibers. Very important. I would expect that if I'm buying new carpet, because that's the only kind of carpet that I buy, that it's clean. Oh, this is not new. This is definitely <laughs> oh, this used. Is definitely <laughs> this is definitely used carpet. Somebody else's used carpet. Do not Google that. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I asked the lady, yo, where did you get this carpet? I've been trying to get some for my game room at my house. And it's super expensive to import here. And she was like, I don't remember where I got it from, but we're renovating right away. What do you mean you don't re- you don't remember where you got like 700 miles of mini golf carpet from? Oh, I just, I don't remember. Yeah, okay, I, sure. I found it in my basement. Yeah. What, you, whatever. You're like, oh, fuck, I wish I could find some in my basement. <laughs> exactly. But, Anyways. And then I went home and I looked and there wasn't any. Very disappointing. But the point is, I said, yo, how can I get some of that for myself and she's like we're renovating right away so if you come back later i'll just give you some oh cool and in my head i'm thinking give me yeah right lo and behold you got some got an email from her says hey on tuesday like i guess today in out there land and in real world as you're listening to this i'm leaving work early to go to a glow-in-the-dark mini golf place that's renovating to take carpet (laughs) <laughs> You're going to take some carp. Yeah. I'm super excited because I got blacklight posters and I did a bunch of blacklight paintings and now I'm going to have blacklight carpet in my game room at my house. Oh, man. It's going to look like you're radioactive. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So been, you got some finally. It's yeah. been like a long ass time. It's been like five years I've been looking for this shit. Yeah. And I'm finally going to get some. It's very exciting. That's your good vibe. It's my good vibe. Good vibe. Stick to it. Stay the course, if you will. That's right. Okay. I got a good vibe for you. Hit me. We've been barbecuing lots. Ooh. I got two good vibes. Two, 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 two. Been bar- barbecuing a lot lately. Nice. And this is gonna be like so stereotypical and and like kind of funny and weird to the to the to the people who aren't Canadian. Okay. We've right. been barbecuing a lot lately. Lots of moose. We eat lots of fucking moose at my house. <laughs> <laughs> the good vibe is that we've been barbecuing because the weather's finally turning. Yeah. And we we eat moose and it's funny. <laughs> yeah, like like Rebecca's dad and her grandpa and our brother-in-law, three people got tags for two moose. Oh, my God. And you don't know how big a fucking moose is. Me and Ginger Joe were just talking about this on Twitter the other day. A small moose is, like, bigger than a cow. Oh, much bigger than a cow. Yeah, like a small fucking female cow moose is, like, a cow moose is what you call a girl moose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is... Like like thirteen hundred pounds, man. They're huge. Yeah, they're they're very large. We got two. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough deep freezes in our family to house all the meat. And like last summer, like th- the same three houses that got the moose split like a like a normal cow. So we had meat in our deep freeze already. Dang, our freezers. And then we got two moose, <laughs> sausage and steak and ground meat. So Dang. that's great. The, the other good vibe, and this one is for me is finally i've done two now i've done two full volume like regular workouts after my back injury remember oh yeah 11 months it took and i'm back to full volume like deadlift squats front squats i can do lunges i can do leg stuff that's fantastic. Pain free, not not like at the same capacity yet, like in terms of. Well, you haven't worked out in eleven months. Yeah. Dude. Well, I've been working out, but like everything's been modified. Lots of physio, modified. lots of modified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so super super happy with that. Like no pain, no discomfort in my leg. Like I hurt my back, but like my shin was affected because like the nerve was all fucked up up in my back. Yeah, it's real fucked up. Mm-hmm. But getting better. Good. So we're going to celebrate with uh, doing this deck, this Niv-Mizzet deck. Oh, yeah. Should we say what he does? Yeah, give him a read, and then we've got a couple couple more thanks and, and shout-outs. All right. Niv-Mizzet Perrin is a 5-5 dragon wizard for blue, 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 red, red, red. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Can't be countered. Has flying. Whenever you draw a card, it deals one damage to anything. Uh-huh. Whenever any player casts an instant or sorcery, you draw a card. Ooh. Okay. So the typical is play lots of instants and sorceries, yep. draw lots of cards, deal one damage every time you draw a card. You That's play right. the brainstorms and the ponders, the preordains, the hand sculpting, yep. right? The the blue sun zenith to draw a whole bunch to kill everybody yep. with damage instead of decking somebody. Correct. Not 
fucking today. Yeah, not today. We're going to let our opponents play all of that bullshit, and we're going to do a bunch of permanent stuff that does all of that bullshit. Yeah, this is like... This is like the um, what's the one where you reveal till you hit a non-permanent, the green card. Oh god damn it! It's on the screen right now because of Joe. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But you play it though. The the one. The, Are you sure? The, I do? the ten mana one. You you built the deck. It's all permanents except for like a mystical tutor. Oh, primal surge. Primal surge. Yeah, this reminds me of that because it's all permanents. Yeah. And like we said, submitted by Patreon supporter Anthony Bockley. We've got a couple other patrons to thank, though. Okay. More specifically to F.U. Yeah, F them. They're yeah. fine. Yeah. Medium. It's, it's uh, the CCO nickname, a rite of passage, if you will, right? <laughs> yeah, if you can handle this and stick around, you're, you, you, you belong. Yeah, there. speaking of handling, too. First, <laughs> first one, C.J. Stillwell. C.J. That sounds dirty. It does. Like you're giving me a C.J. But that sounds... That's too obvious. Because maybe, maybe, maybe the CJ is a red herring. Oh. Maybe, maybe the CJ is a red herring because this is actually Farley Stillwell. Never heard of her. Farley Stillwell, the man that that indirectly turned Peter Parker into Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. The man responsible for the Scorpion, also in Spider-Man? Well. He went missing. Nobody knows where he is. Now he's in the nation. He's in the nation now. That's awesome. <laughs> well, welcome. And of course. F you. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, Farley Stillwell. Is it Farley? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Dr. Farley Stillwell. Next up, Dr. Jared Fields. I don't know if he's a doctor or not. He might be. Yeah. Jared Fields. Dr. Jared Feelers. Grope. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Dr. Jared Grope. How about Dr. Grope? Oh, Dr. Grope. Just to make him sound like a bad guy. Oh, Fucking yeah. Fucking Dr. Doom and Dr. Grope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dr. It's like Grope. a real-life bad guy. It sounds like a character in an Adam Sandler movie. Yes, it does. Yeah. Well, welcome to the nation, Dr. Grope. We've got our first doctor. <laughs> Except for Dr. Farley Stillwell, who we talked about oh, literally 42 yeah. seconds ago. Yeah, good, good, good. Okay, okay. Nate Eckhart. Nate Eckhart. 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 Sounds like a Pokemon. It, it kind of does. He's also a character from the first Batman movie. Remember Eckhart? Eckhart? Oh. Where he's like the... He's Pseudo-celebrity the, Nate Eckhart in he, the nation? He's the dirty detective and the Joker's like, hey, Eckhart, oh. think about the future. Wait, and then he wait. shoots him in the face. You, you, you said it a couple seconds ago, the dirty detective. Nate Eckhart's the dirty D. Got there. Dirty D. <laughs> Nate the dirty D. <laughs> Yes, well, Dirty D, Nate Eckhart, we got there. Oh, well, everybody, big thanks, big F you. We've got one increase. We've got Amin Walkie B. Walkie B, in the nation. He increased his pledge, big thanks. We appreciate you. We do very much so. That's the patron shoutouts. I don't know why anybody wants that and wants to to have that and (laughs) wants to switch their name to Dirty D in Discord, but... The Discord Dirty D's. That sounds like a fucking 50s band. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a late 90s band also. Oh, yeah, on... yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Nate Eckhart, the Discord, Discord Dirty D's. Cool. Do you know how many people around the radio station here don't, like, get the Limp biscuit thing? What the fuck? We're like, it's a, it's a flaccid cock, everybody. That's what a Limp biscuit is. Yeah. And and all the small things by Blink One Eighty Two is about their fucking dicks. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's change the subject. Which it just boggles my mind. I'm talking to the vice president in charge of programming a radio station because I had recorded a bit where I was like making fun of how these guys did a boy band cover and they're playing with their penises and they wrote a song about it. Now everybody likes it. That's a good song. And, and nobody gets it. And he's like, "Well, what is it? What are you talking about?" I was like, "Do you know what a." Do you know what doing the windmill is, Ryan? Not you, but that, but 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 vice president. He's like, no. Did you show him right in his office? Oh yeah, I just it was like a mace. I knocked all the shit off of his you were, desk. You were like Lucifer Morningstar. <laughs> <laughs> Brando Morningstar. That's in your fucking CCO nickname would be. <laughs> knocked all those little that little sand and rake with the with the rocks right off right, his the, desk in the, the little garden. yeah the little the little metal balls that clink clink yeah. clink clink the bonsai tree the computer monitor all the pictures of his kids <laughs> the weird little golf bag he has that's made out of a coke can 
<laughs> I feel like that's real. I feel like that is a real one. That is a thing that he actually he has, has in his yeah. desk. Yes. Yeah, now it's flattened it's like you took it to the recycling depot. <laughs> <laughs> he just whipped out your fucking morning star. His golf bag, fucking gone. <laughs> Fuck. Should we do a deck? Do we got any other biz biznatch? I don't know. I don't watch think CCO top five in five. It's lots of fun to make, and we talk about Niv Mizit Perun and we dunk on it. Yeah, we talk about this deck. Why is he a boogeyman?er Maybe we can talk about that for just a second. Okay, sure. Because he's one of those decks that you you see him, you know, immediately. Ba he'll do the same thing every single time, and that thing is just acquire mad value for anybody doing virtually anything. Yeah, and. People freaking hate that. Well, people people love to play it. They love to play it, but they it, hate to play because, against it. Yeah, it, it gives you some way to win in the command zone yeah. while protecting yourself with counter magic and and allowing you to get value from doing something that you want to do anyways. Fill up your hand, right? Exactly. He's kind of like... Who's that guy I like so much? Omnath, Locus of Rage, where you just get the value by yeah. just doing what you're doing anyway. Yeah, and that's that's why people like Commander. We can't dunk on that because that's why people play Commander. Oh, certainly We're not. playing Magic, and we get yeah. this thing that we get to do every time, and we pick a Commander that that allows us to do that. And this is yeah. the thing that this one does is one of those things where people are going to look at it and say, oh, really? Yeah. And then so you get killed first by Josh LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we whenever we cast an instant or sorcery, we draw a card. Whenever anybody casts an instant or sorcery, okay. we draw a card. And, and then, then we do a damage to something. And then whenever we draw a card, we deal a damage to something. Yep. And we're focusing on, probably, we're going to see in the deck, drawing cards through permanence yep. to deal damage instead yep. of protecting ourselves with all of the free counter spells and removal spells that we have in Is It Colors. Correct. Okay, well, let's uh, let's get to it. I guess so. Okay, first thing though, first thing, first thing. First thing. Lots of times Niv Mizit Perun is what people call like a wheel deck. Wheel dot deck. It just plays wheel of fortune type effects. Yes. Some of those are still available in permanent form, like the Whirlpool creatures from Apocalypse and like Jace's Archivist and stuff, right? Sure. But we lose Wheel of Fortune, we lose Wheel of Fate, we lose Wheel of Misfortune. Wheel of Misass Fortune, we lose Windfall. Did I say that already? No. Well, we lose that. Yeah. And then, what is it? Words of Wind or Winds of Change or something, I think is another Talarian one. Talarian Winds is another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, like Blue Sun Zenith, Brain Geyser, Stroke of Genius. And what's what's the one that all players draw X cards? I don't care. Ugh, that one. Yeah. X cards draw, yeah. So we lose all of that. What do we get instead is the question. Why would we do this? How come? How come? Why, why do? <laughs> is that where you want to start with the big draw section? I guess so. Sure. Okay, so we're replacing wheels with things like Whirlpool Warrior. Whirlpool Warrior and Whirlpool Drake and Rider, right? Yes. All of these are, when they enter the battlefield, shuffle the cards from your hand into your library, then draw that many cards, right? Essentially, yes. And I think Whirlpool Drake has you do that when it dies, too. But yeah, it's essentially you take your hand, put it into your library, draw a new hand. Yeah, and Whirlpool Warrior is the rare one. This is the one that I think that everybody likes because you can also pay red, sacrifice it. Each player shuffles the cards from their hand into their library, then draws that many cards. So... We can do it twice, right? Yeah. For four mana, which is pretty good. Which is not too bad. The only thing about it is is we do have to have cards in hand to do it. It's not like Wheel of Fortune. If you have one card, you go back up to seven. If you have one card with Whirlpool Warrior, you stay at fucking one card. Right. Right? So we got to have supplemental card draw in addition to this. Well, I'm sure we've got some of that. We have Arjun the Shifting Flame, who's... Amazing, and I highly recommend anybody who has one to play that deck. And Mind Moil. Mind Moil. Yeah, those both are whenever you cast a spell, put the cards from your hand on the bottom of your library in any order, then draw that many cards. They oh, both yeah. do that, right? Correct. And Arjun just also happens to be a 5-5 five, five flying sphinx. Yes. If if the plan is to beat in with a 5-5 five, five flyer, but Niv-Mizzet dies, you can just Arjun somebody. Correct. Yeah, so we're going to like cast whatever and do the drawing and the discard. Are we playing Tefri's Puzzle Box too? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't think it's in here. I didn't see it, but we're going to keep going through the deck. 
And there's definitely a card in here I don't understand that we could probably replace with Puzzle Box. Oh, sure. So we'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. Speaking of not playing Wheel, Ryan, we are playing Magus of the Wheel. Hey, there we go. That is permanent Wheel. Sacrifice it, discard your hand, then draw seven. Each that, player discards their hand. That is each player. And we are also playing Dragon Mage. If you know, if we have 7,000 mana kicking around and we want to attack with a 5-5 flyer again, because <laughs> this is a 5-5 flyer for seven, when it deals combat damage to a player, each player discards their hand, then draws seven. Ooh. Lots of instances of draw seven. Yeah. Or, or, or massive amounts of draw thus far. I guess that's what we're in the fucking big draw section, Ryan. Good job. Yeah, good, good call. Yeah. You know, you know what else could go in here? Jinga taxis. Jinga taxi. Yeah. yeah at the end of turn, draw seven cards. Yeah. Hey. You don't, you don't see him very often. What's up with that? Uh, he's he's pretty pricey. He's like thirty bucks or something, isn't he? No. Really? Yeah. He's expensive. I told you, rare cards, man. They're going up. Oh man. Yeah, I guess he's kind of, he's one of those feel bad cards that people hate. Well, and you know what? I think as new players come into the format, which they are doing in mass right now. They they're not aware of like some of the some of the culture that surrounds cards like Jingataxis, and they're just like, I just want to do this. This is so awesome. I can play this card in Commander. I could never play this card in Standard or Modern, right? And they they Jingataxis without knowing the implications of what that card is, yeah. right? And then their play group hates them, and they post about it on Facebook. My play group hates me, right? What do mm. I do? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll stop playing Jingataxis. Maybe that's why he's not in the deck. Maybe. Maybe. He could be in That's here. That's a whole episode for another day. He'd be real good in here. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. And the last big draw card is... Jace's Archivist. Yeah, that's windfall on a creature. You pay blue and each player discards their hand then draws equal to the greatest number discarded this way. Is there a way... Of, I guess you could probably just find a way of infinitely untapping him and just... Oh, yeah. Decking everybody, hey? Oh, fuck. Yeah. How have we never done that? That feels like something that we would do. We're going to jump on that. We're going to figure that out. Write that one down. We're going to do that. There it is. Okay. How about draw payoffs? Okay, if we're going to draw cards. DPs. Well. Yes. Yes, the D DPs. DPOs. Now, we already get one damage for drawing a card. As if that's not a payoff. Yeah, that's, is, and that's stapled right to our command. You get to flame jab somebody. Flame jab? Flame jab does one damage. Are you sure? Yeah. Doesn't flame jab? I'm thinking flame jav. Yeah, that's, javelin. That's four. Yes. But flame jab is red, deal one damage, and it has retrace. You can discard a land and pay red and do damage to somebody. Hey, that would Hell be good yeah. in this deck, but uh, not a permanent. Truth. Not Truth. a permy. All right, let's. We're gonna start off with a card that I am deeply, madly in love with. I love this card. I do you play like this one. I love words of wind. This isn't even the best words of. It's the best words of. In this deck. In this deck. <laughs> yeah, this is an enchantment for uh, blue two. You can pay one. The next time you draw a card this turn, each player returns a permanent they control to their hand. Yeah. In, instead of us drawing a card. Yes. So instead of us drawing, so we would lose out on the, the deal of damage because it's a replacement effect. So somebody plays their like ramp card or whatever instant or sorcery and you're like, hang on a moment. And instead of us just drawing a card and doing a damage because we have Niv-Mizzet, we pay one mana and everybody has to bounce some shit. Oh, whenever a player casts an instant sorcery, we draw a card. So they cast their rampant growth, we draw a card, and we're just like, ah, fuck it, we don't need that. We got Jace's Archivist or whatever. Yeah, we'll bounce Words of wind. Bounce your shitty thing instead of getting an extra land. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. It's pretty, I like Words of Wind in this deck, and the picture on it is very funny. It's like a wizard throwing the pages of a book at a guy, and he's like, ah! The, the pages are jumping out of the book and sticking to that guy like he <laughs> rolled around in a bunch of, like, tree sap. Yeah. I don't know why I picked tree sap. It's just very sticky. It is something that is quite sticky. How about Toothy, imaginary friend? Yeah, there you go. He partners with Pierre, but we're not playing Pierre, so F that. It's a free shuffle. There it is. You might need that in this deck. We'll have to see. Whenever we draw a card, we put a plus one on him. And when he leaves the B, when he leaves the battlefield. For any reason. For any reason. We don't care. He's going to take a shit. We draw a card for each plus one on them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. And then if you had a bunch of extra mana, you could turn that into a whole bunch of words of wind triggers. Oh, and just bounce <laughs> everything for everybody. And then <laughs> then get your 5-5 five, five beats in. <laughs> that is possible. Just bounce everything but your dragon mage. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. More, th more than likely, though, you'll draw like... 
how many cards you're going to draw off Toothy at this time? Like you're probably it's probably only going to happen one time, but you're going to draw seven cards. I've definitely decked myself by accident with Toothy before. You played Toothy in your Arjun deck. Yeah, eh? He got so big that I couldn't remove him, and as soon as anybody killed Toothy, I would just die. You're and then like, somebody, ah, fuck. I'll, I'll terminate Toothy. Ah, oh, god damn it. Well, I think we've got some insurance against that in this deck. We'll have to get there. How thundering. Dijin. Dijin. You pronounced all of the all of the letters. I did. <laughs> Dijin. You noob. <laughs> Dijin. <-in. laughs> there we go. We even added an extra letter. Okay. Three, four flyer. When it attacks, it deals damage to any target equal to the number of cards we've drawn this turn. Cool. Hey, there we go. That's Probably going to cool draw one. at least a couple. I bet you they look cool in foil too. Yeah, modern, modern, uh, modern horizons. That one. From, Anything right? with lightning and swirly space shit on it always look cool in foil. Yep. Another card that looks cool in foil is the Locust God. Locust God. Yeah, everybody knows this. Four four flyer. Whenever we draw a card, we get a blue bug with flying and haste, and we can pay f pay four, draw a card, then discard a card. And when Locust God dies, you get it. Uh, you get it. Uh, where did, where does it go? Return it to your hand. At the beginning of the next end step, yeah. Yeah, so, so pay four, draw a card is important. Get a bug, deal a damage. Very cool. Yeah. Psychosis or, Crawler? Or, or just get a whole ton of bugs when we draw a whole ton of cards. Oh, and the beat hole still ass with bugs. Yeah, Psychosis Crawler, very much like Niv-Mizzet. Uh, each opponent loses a life whenever we draw a card. So good. And then he's his bigly-ness yes. on both ends is equal to the number of cards in our hand. Yes. So he's, he's pretty good. I like him. Yeah. Ominous seas. Hey, look at this. This is this card cycles. <laughs> it's an enchantment from Ikoria. No, I don't have we played this card before? Nope. Yeah, okay. Whenever a whenever you draw a card, put a foreshadow counter on ominous seas. I think we've had to have played this. I don't think we have. I remember talking about it in the set review saying I liked it. Remove eight foreshadow counters from ominous seas, create an eight eight blue kraken creech. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we get an 8-8 eight, eight for two when we like do a, a Megas of the Wheel or like a Dragon Mage. You uh, Dragon, Dragon Mage doesn't count because that already costs seven, but we get an 8-8 eight, eight for two after we like Megas of the Wheel, right? We yeah. draw a card per turn, we crack our Megas, that's eight cards this turn, and then we just get an 8-8. Eight, eight. And you don't sack it. What? Yeah, you don't have to sack it. Fucking cool. You just keep getting so with that dragon mage every turn you're getting an eight eight yeah if we got eight cards in our hand and we go like we, we'd have to have nine cards in our hand but you go like arjun get an eight eight <laughs> and then like and then you cast your second spell get another eight, eight. get another eight eight <laughs> yeah. okay that's cool niv mizzet the fire mind uh, yeah, this is, is this original Niv, is it? It's OG Niv. OG Niv is whenever you draw a card, it deals one damage to any target. Oh, we already do that. Yeah. and then This can, is redundancy, right? And you can tap him to draw a card. And then Diviner's Wand. This is equips to a wizard for free, right? Correct. Yeah. When a wizard enters the battlefield. Yep. Yeah, so we got to cast a wizard. And both our Nivs are wizards, right? Correct. And things like Dragon Mage, Wizard... Arjun, wizard. Jace's archivist, wizard. You're, you're sensing a theme, right? Tons of wizards in the deck. Magus of the Wheel, wizard. Okay. Equip creature has, whenever you draw a card, this creature gets plus one and gains flying until end of turn, and you can pay four to draw a card. Ooh. So another instance of just dump mana draw cards. Yes. Make creature big, deal damage with nivs. Nivs at this point, plural. With the two zeds? Yes. Nivs. Yes. <laughs> How about small draws? We've talked small. about big draws. We've paid off draws. Let's talk about just like drawing maybe one or two at a time. Yeah, smalls. You're killing me, smalls. <laughs> In this case, smalls are actually killing you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How about Verity Circle? Oh, we like this one in our Ravnica whatever this. Sure. Whenever a creature an opponent controls becomes tapped, if it isn't being declared as an attacker, we draw a card. And we can pay five to tap a creature without flying. It's a cool card. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, it's a good good little control card. Very mana hungry, though. We could probably only tap one creature per round of the table. Yeah. And if we're not playing a lot of instants, like, when are we doing that? Like, are we leaving mana up to, like, bluff? I don't know. I don't know if I like that one. I like the card, but not in this deck. I think I like it. Lots of people use mana dorks. Like 
they tap a mana oh, door, yeah, can you draw a card? Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. I, I'd still cut it for Tef's puzzle puzzle box. Oh, On, no. Only foils from seventh edition though. Oh, dude, we haven't even got to the card that we're going to cut for Tef's puzzle box. Yet. We're going to get there. Oh, okay. We're going to get there. We got Tefri Master of Time. Now, I'm not sure which version of Tefri Master of Time, given that there's 367 of them. Well, they all look the same, so. <laughs> so I guess it doesn't matter, but we are playing them in the deck. This is the four mana, three loyalty Tef from M21. You plus them to draw, then discard. You minus three them to target creature you don't control phases out, and you minus ten them to take two mother ass extra turns. What's his What's his static? You, you can activate, activate his loyalty abilities on each other player's turn. Oh yeah, that's that one. Yeah, that's yeah. He's pretty good. So in you EDH. draw four cards a turn. Yeah, like a round. I mean. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Sage of Fables. Hey, look at this. Each wizard, wizard Ooh. creature you control comes to play with an extra plus one, and you can pay two, remove a plus one from a creature you control to draw a card. That's a cool one. I yeah. like those. The I don't know if they're all sages, but I think in Morning Tide there was a cycle of those guys. There was a warrior one, and an el there was an elf one, and a rogue one. There was all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And they all had something neat like that. I, I dig cards like that. All right. Riverwise Augur. Another wizard. This is a wizard merfolk when Riverwise Augur is put, uh, enters the battlefield, draw three, then put two cards from your hand on top of your library. Is that Brainstorm? I suppose. Neat. Yes. Yes, that is Brainstorm. Cool. Brainstorm Augur. Kindred Discovery. ETBs, choose a creature type. Whenever a creature of that type enters the battlefield, draw a card. Or attacks. Or attack. We would choose wizard in this case. Yes. Yes, that is just draw extra cards for attacking or ETBing. Yes. Yep. Constipated Sphinx. Hey, look at what the special art too in the in the the super special uh which what 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 is that again? That's a Is it a secret that's layer? That's a secret one? layer, but I don't remember which one. Sorry, everybody. I don't remember which what that's from. There's so many goddamn secret layers coming out. Who even? Yeah, I don't remember where they all belong. Anyways, whenever an opponent draws a card, we draw two cards. May draw two cards. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we, yeah, we probably will. That's probably the most powerful card in the whole deck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. How about Champion of Wits? When it ETBs, draw a card equal to its power and then discard two. Huh. Huh? Oh, I guess you can eternalize it. Oh, it yeah. comes back as a four-four. Yes, you. Yes, you draw two, then discard two when when it ETBs, and it would you eternalize it for seven, so you bring it back as a four-four token of itself. You draw four, then discard two. I really liked that that mechanic. Yeah, it's too bad they gave it such a like a a, a flavorful name, right? Yeah, that's maybe you know what? Maybe we'll see it again in uh, Forgotten Realms or Ooh. the. Um, universes beyond where we visit other egyptian or like eternalized type things we're going to talk about that um, universe unbound i think later this month in a bonus episode mm -hmm. okay. because th th lots of buzz about it yep and i think you and i are both excited but apprehensive about it cautiously optimistic i like i like yeah. that because like we were super you were super hard on forgotten realms that's a little bit of an aside hard as in i'm Super excited. Super for excited it. about it. Yeah. And we did, we had a whole long, like 25 minute drunken conversation on how fucking cool it would be if Lord of the Rings and magic was a thing. Yeah. When we were talking about Forgotten Realms, because it's like, it feels kind of the same. Yeah. Steeped in fantasy, and you could build a set around it and stuff. And then it happened. And it's like a very polarized situation now because yeah. it's actually happening, right? It's actually happening. It's ah, actually happening. Fuck, what are you gonna do? Magic's <laughs> gonna die. I actually listened to a cast where where somebody said magic is gonna die if this happens. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is an actual content creator that people listen to, and it's like, <laughs> you, you realize that you're just doing what everybody says all magic players stereotypically do saying magic's going to die every fucking month since 1993 started yeah <laughs> what the fuck anyways that's a topic for a different day and, and i'm excited to talk about we'll it we'll get to it we'll get to it significantly after we talk about a zombie lady of scrolls oh yeah tap a wizard draw a card maybe if you were to paint her to be like Kind of like Jabba the Hutt. We could call her a zombie lady of rolls. Oh, yes. Ooh, no, no, no. Even better. She could be a baker. And instead of those scrolls, it could be a little oven. No, no, even rolls. better. Sushi rolls. Because she's already oh. got little little rolls. The little scrolls look like sushi rolls. Oh, man. Yeah, There's, so many options. The possibilities are endless. <laughs> yeah, so much room for activities. <laughs> 
All right, final uh, guy. How about Agar the Freezing Flame? Yeah, this is the giant wizard from Call Time that could have led the giant deck for our preview card. Yes, yes. This is a three-drop, three-three giant wizard. When a creature planeswalker and opponent controls is dealt excess damage, if a giant wizard or spell you control dealt damage th to that thing this turn, we draw a card. That's pretty cool. And we have only wizards. And yeah. all of our big wizards would deal excess combat damage, like Niv-Mizzet, like whatever, right? Yeah. You tap that one Niv-Mizzet to deal a damage, or use Niv-Mizzets like somebody drew, we ping. And if that was the thing, like that killed it yeah. or we could do that in response to something dying we would draw our card anyways and deal another damage that works yeah, yeah. okay also of note there's no curiosity in the deck which is i'm okay with that yeah i'm okay with that i'm too. okay with not playing curiosity if you know you know if you don't know now probably you know for the best yeah let's do let's go through the wizard section because there are seven more of them and they're just like more of the drawing and the wizards and the thing and the watcher of t watcher for tomorrow when it leaves the battlefield, do you do you you get a exiled card that you hide away? Yeah, sure. It's it's fine. Here's the one that we replaced for for the puzzle box. Oh, this is where puzzle box goes instead of Vidalkin Ether Mage. This has got flash and wizard cycling, so it's like a, a wizard tutor yep, for yep, three. Yep. And when it enters the battlefield, return target sliver to its owner's hand. I actually have a Russian foil of this that I'm putting in my Orvar the All Form deck. Because <laughs> you can bounce Orvar or whatever is also any type because it's a yeah. fucking sliver. And yeah. then you make a copy of it. And you can search for any wizard in the deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and I get that she's in there as a tutor, but we have enough draw in this deck. We don't need it. And Tef's puzzle box is just super fun. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says out there. People are going, oh, Tef's puzzle box isn't fun. Yes, it, it fucking it is. It doesn't let me plan. Well, I'll make a new plan. Yeah. Every turn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's fun. I actually do like that card, despite its kind of chaos undertones. Yeah. That's the kind of chaos I like, because you're seeing more of your deck, and that's always good. Yeah, and and let's say you have a shitty hand. Yeah. Ship it. Ship it. Get a better one. Fuck it. It's like Mill. Fuck it. I didn't want that card on the top of my deck anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Get a better one. Screw it. Well, what if they mill my best card? Fuck them. <laughs> Make the game go longer, and you're going to draw it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about Thassa's Oracle? Ooh, enters the battlefield. You look at the top X of your library where X is your devotion to blue. And this costs blue-blue, so you at least have two. Okay. Put one of them into your hand and the rest onto the bottom of your library. If X is greater than or equal to the number of cards in your library, you win the game. That's some CDH nutsackness. Yeah. Merville Wizard. So that's at least worth something. Yeah. And we could... We could rip through our whole deck with this deck, probably. If you're accidentally going to mill yourself, it's a good insurance policy. This is a good option. Yeah, yeah. this is the insurance policy with, like, Arjun and, and ripping through your deck, right? Yeah. Or, My, right. Mind you, you can't rip through your deck with Arjun. A too big toothy. A too big toothy. Yeah, yeah there we go. TBT. How about not, Tempest? Not, not throwback Thursday. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about Tempest Caller? Tempest Caller. Enters the battlefield, tap all creatures target opponent controls. That's cool. Sure. Then swing in with your Dragon Mage. Nabon, Dean of Iteration. If a wizard entering the battlefield causes an ability we control the trigger, it triggers again. That's Panharm Wizard Con. Yes. Okay. Gitu Journey Mage. Enters the battlefield, deals two damage to each opponent. Neat. So Nabon would deal the, do, do that twice. Four damage to each opponent. And Shitty Rift. Cyclone Summoner. This is Giant Wizard 7-7 seven, seven for 7. I like those things in this deck. Yep. And enters the battlefield. If you cast it from your hand, return all permanents to their owner's hand except for giants, wizards, and lands. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm into that. I'm good. I like 7 mana things that aren't Rift that still do what Rift does but leave me with 7-7s seven and wizards. Yeah. And then I'll just, like, deal seven to somebody with my dragon mage. And one of them is a fucking dragon mage. So they, you bounce all their shit back to their hand, and then you hit them, and they have to discard them. Oh, fuck yeah. And they discard <laughs> down to seven, because that's how many they only draw with dragon mage. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then you whirlpool warrior, and you get yourself again, and then you magus the wheel, and then they're dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I like God that. God damn. Uh, we'll hit the... Uh, What's a Sol Ring section, just real fast? Yes, and the protection section, because it, it's a couple artifacts there, too. 
So we've got Talisman of Creativity, Stony Brook Banner, It's Solemn Simulacrum, Sea Server, Is It Signet, Heraldic Banner, Felwar Stone, Dreamscape Artist, Commander Sphere, Arcane Signet. Those are ramp spells of various sorts. In protection, we have Lightning Grief, Swift Foot Boots, and Curator's Wand. Curator's Wand, we probably don't play very much, so we should probably read that one. And and Sea Scryer. Just because Sea Scryer? No, you said it. You said Sea Sayer or something. This is a 1-1 one, one for 2 for Mirage that... Taps for a colorless. Taps right? for a colorless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a blue mana dork from Mirage. Good old fucking Mirage. But Mirage just keeps giving, hey? Yeah. Never, never ceases. Curator's Wand is Enchant Permanent. Enchanted Permanent has Hexproof. If, when Enchanted Permanent leaves the battlefield, if it was historic, and it probably will be because yeah. it's going to be enchanting Niv-Mizzet, we draw two cards. Pretty cool. Yeah, there Pretty it is. Pretty cool. Okay, so we get our money back at least, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> removal. We've got, removal gets a little bit tricky because we're not playing instant speed stuff, right? Correct. But in making it more difficult without the instants and sorceries, we do get to do some more creative things. I do love creativity. Yes. So let's take a look. And we're going to start with a card that every time I see it in a deck, I get happy. Because I keep trying to play it, and it just never works out for me. But I like when other people can make it work in Willbreaker. Whenever a creature an opponent controls, that is, becomes the target of a spell or ability, we gain control of it as long as we control Willbreaker. So they play an instant or sorcery. Yes. We draw a card and do a damage to their creature and, and then gain we, control And then of we it. get it. Yeah. Yeah. So they do something good to help themselves out, and we get a card into our hand and their stuff. Yeah. And maybe it's not even their stuff. Maybe it's somebody else's stuff. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. F.U. Smitty, like, does, plays Rampa Growth, and then F.U. Aiden's got, like, a Chew Lane. And, and now I'm we like, have a chew lane. Ah, fuck, I want a chew lane. And <laughs> yeah. I want you to not have chew lane. So I'm going to take it. That's right. That's good. Void Mage Prodigy. Okay, this is blue, blue, sack a wizard, counter target spell. Ooh. So that is a counter spell on a stick. And like we're playing God knows how many wizards at this point, every creature in the deck, uh, as per my counting. Pretty solid. How about a Vidalcan Illusionist? I like this one. Yeah, blue, blue, tap, target creature phases out. Ooh. Yeah, so that'll save our thing, but more often than not, it's like, don't attack me or I'll phase it out. Yeah. Sure. We have a Venser Shaper Savant. You cast it. It's got flash. So this is kind of like a counter spell, and it bounces a spell from the stack or a permanent to somebody's hand. Very cool. Very powerful card. Yeah. I really like that. Siren Storm Tamer. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Storm Tamer. Wow. I always thought this card was called Siren Storm Caller. Forever. Oh, that might be a different card. Might be. Should be. Flying, 1-1 one, one for blue. You pay blue, sacrifice it, counter target spell or ability that targets a creature you control. Cool. Look at that, hey? That's that's he's playing CEDH Animar, you know that? It's a creature and a counter. Yeah, that's pretty good. Sigil of Sleep. Sigil of Sleep. I don't know why he's shooting an arrow in the art. Hmm. Is it a sleeping arrow? No, I think it will. It looks like a killing arrow to yeah, me. Yeah, if you get hit with an arrow, you're usually you go to sleep. You're, but it's not the kind of sleep you're gonna wake up from. No, nope. that is especially one that that's that's pointy like that. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's got sleep poison on it in case he sucks at shooting. Because he's kind of no, he's not even that skinny. He's pretty jacked. Yeah, he knows how to shoot. Trust me. Okay, when he's not even the thing. It's the there's not even a sigil in this art. This picture sucks. Sigil of sleep. Maybe who did that? Greg Jesus. and Tim. Greg and Tim Hildebrand. We had two guys making <laughs> art, and they forgot to put a sigil in it. What the fuck kind of? Maybe, anyway. maybe it's like slang, like he's gonna put you to fucking sleep, but that means he's gonna kill you. Right? <laughs> 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 I don't know. Oh, Anyways, God. whenever enchanted creature deals damage to a player, damage, mind you. Yes. Right. So Niv Mizzet counts. Return target creature that player controls to its owner's hand. The ability doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even jive with the art. I don't get it. Um, it Good card in the deck, though. It's a cool card, but it doesn't. The art doesn't make sense. The name doesn't make sense. What the? F Let's just move on. I'm getting I'm getting pissed off here. Portal Mage. Portal Mage. Oh yeah, this is Portal, like the game Portal card incarnate. This is a flasher. Human wizard flasher for three. When portal mage, mage enters the battlefield during the declare attacker step, I had to read that twice, <laughs> you may reselect which player or which planeswalker target attacking creature is attacking. 
because they're fucking portal. Because they're charging with their big axe, and then they go through the, the blue portal. P- and put they... the blue portal in front of them, and they come out the orange portal and attack somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! What happened? <laughs> and there's just like a, a just huge behemoth or dragon. Oh fuck! <laughs> Can you make an attack? It's control. You can't do that. You can't do that. No. That's just the worst. Nimble obstructionist. Ah, a bird wizard. This is a flash flyer. When you cycle it, though, you counter target activated or triggered ability you don't control. Neat. And it cycles for blue two. So you just like draw a card, counter it. Like it's it's count. It's stifle draw a card for three. That's all right. That just happens to be a flying wizard. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. That's I'll yeah I'll, okay. I'll deal with that. Nico Tay. Nico Tay. Equipment for three. Equipments for two. Equip creature deals damage to a creature. Tap that creature as long as Nikote remains on the battlefield. That creature doesn't untap during its controller's unstep, untap step. And whenever equip creature deals damage to a player, that player loses one life. That's really good. That's kind of good. That's like, I'm sure that's poor man's like Videlkin shackles, right? I suppose. But this can get all sorts of different stuff. For example, they play rampant growth. We ping their guy, tap it down. Deals forever. damage. Yeah, yeah, deals damage. Not even combat D. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then if we decide to turn that onto our opponent, now it's it, we're doing a hundred percent more damage with Niv Mizzet. Well, yeah. Okay. So we got Nico Tay on Niv Mizzet. We we wheel. We tap seven things that don't untap, and we then attack with Niv Mizzet for five, and we can deal. Another one life loss with Nikote, so it, yeah, it, it, it sort of is a, a buffer. That's right? pretty good. I like yeah, that. I like that one, yeah. Last one is Glenelendra Archmage. Archmage? Archmage. I like Archmage better. Me too. Yeah, okay. This is Fairy Wizard, 2-2 two, two for 4, Flyer. Persists, so when it dies, it comes back. Mm-hmm. So you can do this twice. Its ability is Blue, Sacrifice, Counter Target Non-Creach Spell. Another very powerful wizard spell. Those are good-ass cards. I that like is them. a good one, yep. I like them lots. I w- I'm hoping that maybe they'll do a Shadow More Eventide Remastered and we'll see some more of those. You know they're, what? That's, they're creeping that's, up in price. That's a good candidate for a remastered set because it's actually four sets. Yeah. Two bigs and two littles. There are lots of stuff there, right? Tons of stuff that people want that and, is oh, just expensive because it's just there. Tribal, tribal... Um, Draft environment, yep. right? And you could do tribes in different colors because the tribes switched colors between Sh- um, Lorwyn and Shadowmoor, the two yeah. big sets, right? Yeah. There's lots of play there and lots of expensive cards. Probably a good place to do like another sort of like fairy tale showcase card frame oh that'd be neat right they hey, could just fuck, bring Wizards back the is, one from the guaranteed it's going to happen next year and, and then we're going to go back and say like another thing that yeah, we, we fucking did it yeah no, no. we're basically in r&d pretty much all right what what the hell is left i think there's oh there's three more categories ryan whole oh, three more categories but they only got a couple cards we're going to bang through this one super fast it's niv mizzet 2 electric boogaloo and it's got a spark double in it. Spark double. It's like Niv Mizzet 2. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Now, why do we not have a Sakashima and then another Sakashima? Um, no room, maybe. Both are really good. And both are sort really of expensive. Good. Yeah, I guess. Sort of expensive. 20, spark- 20 bucks and a few bucks for a thousand faces, whatever it is. Yeah, spark double's 10 bucks. I didn't know that. That's- yeah. Well, it's clones, man. Yeah, it turns out when you can clone your commander, like, that's a desirable effect to have, so it costs money. Yeah, damn it. All right, let's talk about taking some of your opponent's shit. Okay. Because, of course, we're going to do that, too, with Stolen Strategy. Stolen Strat. It's an enchantment for five. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of each opponent's library until end of turn you may cast non-land cards from among those cards, and you may spend mana or mana of any color to cast. So I I don't know if if that's great because it doesn't actually say draw a card on it, but this does give us the opportunity to cast instants and sorceries, rampant growths and cultivates and what have you. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a cool card. I like that one. Sigil Tracer. This is another wizard. Two two for three. You could pay blue one. Tap two on tap wizard. You control copy target instance or sorcery, and you may choose new targets. Ooh. Oh, so it gives us another chance to. Uh, kind of cast, but we're not casting. 
instants and sorceries. Mind's Dilation. Oh, baby. Seven drop enchantment. When an opponent casts their first spell each turn, that player exiles the top card of their library. If it's a non-land card, we can cast it without paying for it. Would you believe I have never played against this card ever in my life? And that really surprises me because I'm aware of it and it's really good. And I think it feels like a really powerful, casual commander card. Never seen it in the wild ever. I think that Smitty might play this in his Niv-Mizzet deck. Maybe. I know that I've played against it. Maybe it was maybe it was a local player at EDH and M. Maybe. I think. I think. I've I I've played against this card for sure. It's a cool card anyway. D- dual caster mage. When you cast it with flash, it's wizard. Cast it with flash and you copy an instant or sorcery. Cool. It's a good one. Chaos one. Alright, look at this novel. Three to cast. Four to activate, tap it, target opponent exiles cards from the top of their library until they exile an instant or sorcery card. You may cast that card without paying its mana cost, then put the exiled cards that weren't cast this way on the bottom of that library in a random order. It's a cool one. Yeah. And that's almost the deck. No, but... but did, so- well, hold on. Did we finish... My computer died, everybody. D- did we finish talking about the... the What was it? The wand? The wand, yes. Sph- Sphinx Chaos Wand? It's just a cool-ass card. Yeah, and it lets us cast instants and sorceries again. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Now. The final card. The final card, the final category. Everybody knows because you're given yeah. such a huge buildup oh, what yeah. it's going to fucking be. Anthony Buckley's knows us very well. Yes. And he knows if you're going to go into our Discord, into the Preferred Decklist channel, and submit a deck, you know you want some points immediately. you got to have motherfucking Brash, Brash Taunter. Taunter. I did not pick this deck because it had a Brash Taunter in it. <laughs> I was all in to do it because it had a Brash Taunter <laughs> in it. So there it is. Brash Taunter, of course, is the handsomest, most versatile, most powerful creature ever printed. He has a 1-1 for red 4. Indestructible. Whenever it's dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target opponent. And it has red 2 tap. It fights another creature. So it can fight anything big, right? Yep. It can fight anything big to immediately win the game. It can fight your Niv-Mizzet to five-something. It can do all kinds of fun stuff. You could put that Nico Tay on them, and then you could fight their dudes to keep them tapped down. Oh, yeah. 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 I like bounce everything. It's it's not a wizard. It doesn't have to be. Not a wizard. He could be a wizard if he wanted to be, though. I like the bounce everything plan, and then, like, Brash Taunter and Dragon Mage, and just, like, beat and draw and discard or beat and draw draw and like you fight the dragon mage and then you attack with the dragon mage so it's like take five take five again and then take seven more from niv visit right <laughs> yeah. like i like that kind of stuff yeah. it, it, it 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 fits fine he's a fantastic utility card who just again when you play with him he's just freaking good and if you spark double him Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have two of them. There you go. Shit, yeah. He's the eighth, seventh dwarf in my Brutaclad deck. He's the eighth, seventh dwarf. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. So that's the deck. That's the deck. That's the whole entire deck. Strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. Obviously, we're playing a powerful commander in a not necessarily typical way. Yeah, not an optimized way, I think. So it's strength. Highly CCO. Yes. Everybody's going to know that we sent you if you're playing this deck. <laughs> yes. I, my, my, my way to denote that is not your typical boogeymander. Yes. Yeah, okay. Does something different than the typical build of Niv-Mizzet, something unexpected, no counterspells, for example. Yep. Yeah. Still. Well, it does have counterspells, to be fair. Well, yeah, but it, it's not running 15 of them. That, how many wizards are in the deck? Some. <laughs> Some. Because <laughs> Void Mage Prodigy turns them all into counters. Ah, uh, yeah, I would only count that as, like, the, I wouldn't count that. Let's count it two. Sure. Two. It's not running 15. Yeah, that's true. And it's not running, like, like all three of the Labman, like, alternate win cons, and yeah. it's not running, like, all of the draw Xs with infinite mana, right? Like, it's yeah. not doing the typical Niv-Mizzet thing, true. which is great. Still, though, packs a powerful punch. Yes. Wizard Tribal is is powerful because they do powerful things. Correct. D- like double ETBs and drawing lots with, uh, what's her name? Lady of Rolls? <laughs> Lady of Rolls? <laughs> a zombie? A zombie? Yeah. Yeah. You got you know, all, of the, all of the pictures that we drew 
in your mind all flooded into your mind at yes. once when I said that, didn't yeah, they? She's got sushi. She's got buns. Just stuffed under like her Yeah, she's her a side huge boob. fatty. It's yeah. very fun. Yeah. I'm really excited yeah. about yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Weaknesses, though. Missing some of what makes this a actual, like, really stout boogie mander. Yes. Right? So if, if you're playing in, like, a new or unestablished meta... Like when we go back to EDH and M and nobody knows their dink from their asshole. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm playing Niv Mizzet. Uh oh. Oh shit. Right? Like, you know. And everybody keeps looking at you like, are you gonna counter this? And you're sitting there like, No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna like go grim monolith power artifact, make infinite mana and then just like blue sun yourself <laughs> till you have one card left and then lab man draw your fucking one card left, which is blue sun and then win? Or are you gonna do that to fucking me? By like Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, blue sun, draw card, blue sun, draw card, blue sun, draw card, infinite mana. Blue sun's your only card left in your deck. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do? Ah. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. But no. It's not doing that. Case. So it is a weakness because when people think that and they go hard on you. Niv-Mizzet as the commander is a weakness because people are going to be like, oh, look, it's Niv-Mizzet. And they're going to slap the lips off your face. Yeah, we didn't talk about this yet, but we'll talk about it, I guess, now. It is the most popular is it Commander on EDH right there? By a lot. Yeah, 3,100 and almost 50 decks. I think it's... A, he's just about 1,000 more decks than the next most popular Commander, which is Joyra Weatherlight Which, which is also a Boogeymander, by yes, the way. which is also a terrifying Commander. And then they're both above the Locust God by a, a fairly high stretch. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joyra maybe would have been number six or seven on the Boogeymander list, <laughs> right right before or after, like... Um, Tatiova or something, right? Oh, Tatiova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trash. Anyways, let's let's do some $230 for this deck. If you want to build something off the beaten path, like budget, kind of conscious. Most reflective cards, most expensive cards in the deck, it's no surprise, are mostly the lands. Like Reflecting Pool, 23 bucks. Forbidden Orchard, 20 bucks. Steam Vents, 11 bucks. Right? Like Yeah, we could... I'm not saying you yeah, just cut them all, but you don't need stuff like Forbidden Orchard or like, just play a... The tricky part is like Niv-Mizzet, like either Niv-Mizzet on curve is like, ooh, yeah, you need all colored mana, he's right? tough. But I mean, I think you could probably cut the Forbidden Orchard for the filter land and save a few bucks if that's, yeah, that's that you're... If you're yeah. being budget conscious. Granted, if you're going out to buy this deck, the Forbidden Orchard might give you more value over time because you could put that into different decks. Yeah, and do, do we got a Fabled Passage in here? Because that one's relatively cheap too, isn't it? We do not. It's cheaper than uh, it's cheaper than like a Reflecting Pool, for example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So there's some room there. The deck does jam the the newly minted Old Border Solemn, which is which is TCG midding at like 12 bucks right now instead Jesus. of like a dollar or two for a regular one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is another thing. And then Glenelendra, even though it was reprinted in modern whatever. Was she reprinted in modern? Yeah, she's, she's got a reprint. Okay. And she's like 11 bucks. Fuck, if she wasn't reprinted, dude. Oh my God. Mother ass. Yeah. The foils from... From Morning Tide are still crazy. I traded mine away like an asshole. Ah, that's fine. Yeah, that's what? fine. You're an asshole. That's true. <laughs> and I never played them. That's why I traded them, right? It's like, yeah. I'm never going to play this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know what? You could cut like 75, 80 bucks from the deck, $150 deck, out of a lot of like commander pre-con cards, right? <laughs> and, and a lot of this stuff too, we talk about this lots when you're going to build a new deck. There's tons of shit in here that you're going to use in other decks when you get tired of this one. Yeah. There's tons of stuff. Speaking of a ton of stuff, we've got a ton of uniqueness rating oh, built yeah. into the deck based on the average like page for Niv Mizzet on EDA Trek. Which is stuffed full of instants and sorceries. Yeah, and we got to skip all those and we're doing our spice calculator. And I saw a lot of cards, and you actually pointed out when we were talking, like, oh, that would be good. This would be good. That would be good. We saw a bunch of extra stuff that would be good in this deck too. Tefri's Ageless Insight is an example of one. Yeah, that really doubles good. your card draw and and um, Alhamrit's Archive as well. Yeah, doubles your card draw, right? Just cool stuff. Yeah, just just stuff that again it kind of just rewards you for fucking doing what you already want to yeah. do, right? And I mean that's fun because you're you're the the commander is doing something that people like to do. Yeah, damage draw cards, damage for drawing cards. It's like fuck. It's like good, right? Yeah. Anyways, you punch it all in. We got a 3.51 average mana value. Hey, see what I did there? Converted yep. mana cost? Yes, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Yep. 
one tutor in that, what is it, Vidalcan... Vidalcan Ethermage? Yeah, Wizard Cycler Sliver Bouncer. What was the thing they were hyping with that? I like to look at that every time we see one of those cards. What was the... What was the the thing? Well, that's that a was a future shifted card. Is it? Yeah, that was planar chaos, right? Future sight. Future sight. So is this like a? Was it wizard cycling? Like a like X cycling? Was that? Did they already? Ha- I'm. Did they already have type cycling? I don't know. Or was it previewed here? I don't remember when type cycling happened. That could have been type cycling. Flash was already a keyword. It was already keyworded at that time. Yeah. And slivers were slivers our... were obviously were, were in that block. Yeah. So it was against slivers, right? Were Vidalkins a thing? Yes, at that point they were. Okay. Yeah. It must have been type cycling. Must have been. I think you had the the land type cycling, but I think that this was maybe the thing where you could chuck a creature to get a creature that shared a type with it. I think that you're right, because yeah, land type cycling happened in. Oof. You know what? Land type cycling, I think, happened in. Shards of Alara, actually. Oh, shit. So maybe this was type cycling at its first first. Ooh. I'd, I'd, you'd have to look back. You'd yeah. have to look back at the wikis and stuff. We're not historians. That's just the. That's just food for thought. Continue. Yeah. One toot. One tootski. That's a toot. Yeah, there it is. Uniqueness rating. This is cards different than the stock. I clicked on Niv-Mizzet, and this is the page that came up, weighed against our deck. 42 different cards in our deck than what appear on EDH or Shit, yeah, baby. Yeah, so this, you punch it all in, makes for a spice rating of 56.8. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're going to call that 57. 57 spice. Yeah, that's good. I like it, yeah. And y- you lose a little bit of points because, I mean, is a 3,100 new decks? Yeah. Is he in the top 10? No. Top 10 all time? Yeah. Is he? Maybe. For numbers of decks? 3,100. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, 3, lots. 3,100 is lots. But yeah, who knows? Who freaking knows? Who even cares? He's number 18. We looked it up. We looked it up. He's number 18. So he is very, very popular. Just below Tasa Karlov, hey? Yeah. Look at that. And right above Thrasios. Yeah, Thrasios by himself, Just maybe? by himself, Thrasios. I, I don't know if that's right or not, but... I believe it. It's just, here's how I make infinite mana in blue and green and win the game real quick. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 All right. That's, that's the deck. Big thanks to Anthony for sending it in. ton of fun to do something unique and interesting, right? Agreed. That's what we're here for. And ton of fun that we get to talk about how... And, and here's the thing. I think there was a misconception in, in the YouTube comments and on, on Twitter. Being a boogeymander, having a boogeymander, is not bad. No. It's just an expected outcome when you play it of your opponents because they know what this card and the deck that does. comes along with it does yeah and, and they're like the because as much as this is a different take on Niv-Mizzet he still does Niv-Mizzet things yeah at the end of the day he's still doing all of the Niv-Mizzet things just yes differently yes it just doesn't have the maybe doesn't have quite as the, quite as negative of a connotation attached to the deck oh I'm the blue guy I get to choose oh it resolves oh end of turn I'll crack this fetch brainstorm crack this fetch Right, like, like, yeah, right. Oh man, it it doesn't do that, and that's that's what I like about it. And being a boogeymander doesn't make it bad. No, it's they're not bad cards. They're just cards that you're gonna sit down, and people are gonna go, "Oh man, oh man," and they're different from things like Zur that I think they're some of the magic has fallen off. Whereas the ones from that video and Niv Mizzet is one of those things that they just have a weight. Yes, they do. And then you're like, ah, oh, fucking turn two, watcher for tomorrow, turn three, get to journey mage. And everybody's like, what the what fuck the are you fuck? doing? <laughs> and you go, welcome to CCO Nation, bitches. Yeah, that's what you do. And you just smash two beers together and pour them all over yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take Rip your shirt off like Hulk Hogan and pour them all over yourself like Stone Cold. There we go. Yep. Now oh, you're all a good. Yeah, that's good stuff. I, somebody's going to do that now, and it's awesome. Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> Should we turn this into some kind of deck building? Building challenge to the people of the nation? Yeah, you know what? I think if if you play a boogeymander, sure. either from the top five in five video, or if you have a self-proclaimed boogeymander, yeah. something else that has some weight based on the the stereotype about it, right? Yeah. Give us your unique build. You can give them to us in the preferred decklist channel if you're a patron of that level, and we'll look at those first. 
because it's the easiest for us. <laughs> yeah. Or you can send them to commandercookout at gmail.com. That's the email. Please send them there. Don't send them to the Facebook account. Don't send them to the Twitter. We'll see them there, but we don't save them there. So send them to the email. Yeah, they're hard to find. I've lost a couple of deck lists, and I feel really bad about that, where I just, fuck, that was cool, and then I'm off doing something else you for a You forget about it. It's and, not in the email. And then I just, I lose it. Yeah. You know? So please send them to the email or to the deck list channel in Patreon if, or in Discord if you're, you have access to it. That's right. And... If you want to pick up any of the boogie manders that you want to build or any cards from the deck today, you can go to fusiongamingonline.com. CCO Fusion 5 promo code. Get you 5% off your whole order. And we'd very much appreciate if you go there. If you're going to buy cards anyways, it helps the show out. It helps Fusion out. We like working with those guys. And it saves you some cash money, which is always... Yeah, good. especially if they got their deal of the week. It's like 15 or 20% off. Then you can get 5% off more. Ooh. If you're going to drop money like on a whole deck or like like I do sometimes if you're like trying to complete a set, oh, right? God. Yeah, lots of times it's just like commons that are like 29 cents. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when you buy 100 of them, yeah. right, 5% or 25% if it's the deal of the week, that's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're in Canada, sealed product, you can't ship sealed product across the border, right? But, it's weird. Ah, it's just a thing that they got, right? It's stupid. That's... That's Maybe like, they have different air in the packs in Canada. Yeah, it's like international shipping laws, right? That's it's stupid. Like where too. is that? Where is that product designated? Like, who's? Where is the money coming from that pays for that product and taxation and who gets what? It's all government shit. It's stupid. Yeah, but if you're from Canada, you can get five percent off your sealed product too. Which is, <laughs> again, if you're buying a box or a booster fucking case. Oof. Or super pack booster box, you're oh. gonna save lots of money. That's important. I went back to the big box store to. Like, get a picture of myself with one of those cereal box super pack boxes? Yeah. Sold out. What the fuck? What the... How does that even happen? Who looks at that and thinks, yeah, I'm going to pay this kind of money for this shit? They got home and were disappointed, I guarantee you. Yeah, it's 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 parents and uncles and aunties and stuff that are buying stuff for kids that they don't... They're, they're buying it like, ooh, there's going to be lots of stuff in this box. It's yeah. big and expensive. <laughs> then they get it home and the kid opens it and it's got one fucking pack. Then grandpa's like... What the hell is this game? Yeah. Back in my day, we spent $30 on cards, and we at least got some bubble gum. Back in my day, we spent 30 bucks and got a car. <laughs> <laughs> no D. No D attached. Just cars. <laughs> you can't get cars at Fusion, but if you go there, remember CCO Fusion 5. That's it's, the point. If you buy some of the cards and get really lucky, you could trade them for a car. Fuck yeah, you could. Yeah, Man, geez. cards are expensive. God damn. Turn your cars into cards. You mean cards into cars. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Either way, that's going to work. Speaking of working, we love working for you to give you the best show that we possibly can each and every week. And we thank you so much for being here, taking the show into your ear holes and your eye holes and any other hole through which you imbibe the show. We really appreciate y'all being here. Send in your unique boogeymander lists and we will be back next week. Hey, hey. Oh. D does that mean we're going to do Ark of the Boogeymander? I just like saying that word. Can we please... <laughs> Absolutely we can, and we're, we're doing going it. to start it off next week on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.